this past weekend, uh, Father Rich Tooley got ordained, and Father Jim Reardon and Father David, and it was a phenomenal time, even though on Friday night at the cathedral it was like, I kept saying, oh Lord, let this be my purgatory, because it was two and a half hours of total heat and <laughs> sweating, and oh, it was crazy. But yesterday, uh, Rich, who, when he was in high school, uh, snuck out of one of my retreats that I was given, the little pagan, and um, he had his uh, first mass over at the Carmelites, and I was with him, and it was a very good occasion. He has his other first mass today, and that's why a lot of our people aren't here, because they're going to be there with Father Rich. But I was just confronted with the reality of how beautiful it is to give your life to Christ in the fullness. You know, last night as we were all, there's a bunch, I sat with a bunch of priests from Rome. I was the only non-Roman person at the table for the, the banquet last night. And everyone kept saying, what are you going to preach on tomorrow? What are you going to preach on tomorrow? And everybody, because they didn't know it. And I says, I don't know. I haven't looked at the readings yet. What are they? And they're saying, oh, it talks about hating father or mother. How are we going to preach on that? And I said, oh, easy. <laughs> you know, the Word of God today says... Nobody, three times, let's go to that together, huh? So let's see here. This is kind of, I told you it'd be a hard reading, but let's spend some time with it. It's in Luke chapter 13, verses 25 to 33. Those who have few Bibles, it's page 1119, 1119. And he comes off there and he says three different things here. First he says, if anyone comes to me in verse 26, without hating his father or mother, wife or children, brothers or sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. So first of all, he says, you cannot be my disciple unless you hate all their people in your life. Hmm, very nice, huh? Second thing, 27, whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Second thing, so first you have to hate everybody. Second, you got to carry a cross. Now, let's go to the third, down at the bottom, verse 33. In the same way, every one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. Hmm. So he's telling us something about relationships, he's telling us something about the cross, and he's telling us something about our possessions. And all of them are things we don't want to hear. You know, like, oh, come on, Father. I mean, think about it. Some people think that to be a disciple of Jesus, it's easy. You know, come pick up your pillow and follow after me, and I'm going to make you happy. That is not what Jesus is saying here. I wish it was, huh? You know, this uh, name it and claim it mentality, spirituality, is not what Christ is talking about right here. He's talking about total commitment. You know... Once at St. Luke's, I was giving a homily, and I says, you got to love God above your wife or husband or your children. And this guy grabbed me after Mass, and I thought he was going to wring my neck. And he says, I totally disagree with you, Father. And I said, that's good, you're totally wrong. You know, and he sat there and he says, you're telling me I must love God above my wife or my kids. Yes. I said, because if not, you're going to love them with your love instead of God's love. And that will be selfish. If you learn to love them with the love of God, then you'll truly love them. But you've got to love God first. And so when Jesus is talking about here the word hate, and again, we're talking about Jesus didn't use this word, now did He? In fact, last year, when we used the other translation, it says turning your back on. We're trying to take a word that Jesus spoke in Aramaic, 
that was later translated into the Greek and now is being translated into the English. And the translators of this position says to hate. But that ain't what he means, because the Word of God says we should hate nobody. But it does mean that there should be such a detachment there. Therefore, a disciple, the most important relationship in his life is his relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And out of that relationship, our relationship with Jesus Christ, will then flow every other relationship in a new spiritual sense. It's going against the physical daily reality that most of the world is bought into. It's going against a storge love, which is in the Greek, that just an instinctual love, you love your family because they're yours. To an agape love, which is a love centered on God. So what's calling by the Word of God is he's saying that he got to be first. Last night again at the uh, reception, Jim Toohey got up, which is Rich Toohey's brother, and uh, gave a phenomenal talk about Rich, and he says, you know, most of us cannot relate to being priests. You know, some of us, it's totally foreign to leave wife and kids and different things. But what Jim, what Rich is great about, he said, his brother, is that he's a great example because one day in his life, he sat there and says, Jesus, I'll do whatever you want. You will be first in my life. And then Jim says, and I told him I'd steal this today, he says, that is the greatest example for all of us because all of us can relate to that. All of us can say, Jesus, I want your will more than anything else in my life. And I will follow you with all my heart, no matter what the cost. And that is something that each of us can do. And again, sometimes we think it's, uh, God's gonna, you know, when we do that, oh my gosh, my life's gonna be a mess. No, Jesus, Peter looked at Jesus once and he says, what about us, Lord? We've left everything. We've left our families. We've left money, possessions. What about us? And Jesus says, no one can leave mother, father, sisters, brothers, husbands, or wives, and possessions without getting many, many, many times over in this life, and persecution besides, and eternal life in the world to come. Don't ever think you cannot live God, or outlove God, or outgive God. Don't ever think, if He asks you for everything, that He's going to leave you empty-handed. It's never going to happen. What a horrible God that would do that. Every single person... Again, like when, you should have saw this reception. There was over 400 and some people there for a man who gave up his life to God. And again, what his brother Jim said, he should have been the priest, I think. His brother Jim says, look, he had to give up his family, the twos. But look now at the family he's got, the church. You can never outgive God in your generosity. So the first thing you and I got to think about is, am I truly a disciple of Jesus Christ? Have I in my own heart looked at the Lord Jesus and said, Jesus, you're all that I want. It's all about you. Whatever you want, Lord, I will do. I will totally, you're my first relationship and you're the one I will deal with first so that then I can love others with your love instead of mine. The second thing, of course, Jesus calls us to is the cross. He says, no one can be my disciple unless he picks up his cross picks up his own cross and come after me. You cannot be my disciple. The cross is, again, it's an extension of that. The cross isn't just some sufferings that the world gives us. It's denying our very self. It's dying. You know, again, Jesus chose to die. This is the cross. Freely given life for others. Again, some people become Christians so they can go to heaven. 
so they can get what they want out of God. That's not what Christianity is about and that's not what a disciple is about. A disciple is to deny yourself so you may live for others. To deny yourself. Again, to think about the thing of family. Some people deny themselves for the family for their own ego. And so as soon as one of the kids are nasty to me, then I'm going to be nasty back. I'm going to show you. That's ego. To deny self, it means I will love you no matter how you treat me. That's hard. You know, especially like for priests. Priests, by definition, especially this priest, doesn't let many people inside. Very, very few. On purpose. Because that's my call from God. To be loving of everybody without ever claiming one for my own. You know, many people sit there and say, Father, I can't get to know you on purpose. I will love you with the love of God. But we can have a little exclusive friendship? Never. That's not my call. My call is to give my life for everybody, not one or two or five. I don't spend a lot of time with my family. I love them, I go home, but my life is given for the whole community, not just this community, the prep community, tech community, and now throughout the United States. And I'm always giving because that's what God's called me to. Now, in some ways, it can be lonely for me, but that says, Larry, I want you to die. To love everybody without claiming anyone. And then God fulfills that. That's a cross that I'm called to take. But each of us are called to take that in different ways. Will you love without claiming anybody for your own? The second thing, the cross. The third thing is possession. You cannot be my disciple unless you renounce all your possessions. Again, that's something as simple as do your possessions own you or do you own them? You know, are you a person of generosity with your money, with your things, or do you sit there and say, that's mine, or I gave that? It's not yours. It's God's, and He's letting you use it. And so if someone else comes and needs it, give it to them. You know, remember again when Jesus says, if anyone takes your cloak, what should you do? Give them your shirt as well. If anyone presses you to walk one mile, what should you do? Go with them too. So Jesus is saying, listen, your life is not your own. Give it away. Freely give it away. And if you're going to give away your life with your family, if you're going to give away your life with living for others, if you're going to give away your life, then the surest heck, don't let your possessions possess you. Give them away. That doesn't mean you've got to go home today and sell everything that you have and give it away. But it does got to mean that the way you and I stand before God is like this. Hands open. Letting God give what He wants and letting God take what He wants. It's His. I'm just one who's here to follow the Lord Jesus. Now, the Gospel today is a hard Gospel. The homily, the breaking open at, is a challenge. But again, if we don't think we're loved, this is going to be very hard to do. Oh, what am I going to do? But if you know that you're loved by the God, of the universe. And what He asks you and me to do, He's already done for you. He renounced everything, if you will. He left His Father and saying, Father, I will leave you. And He became a man. And He gave His life for you. The first intimate relationship He had was with the Father. And He left that and became a man. And then walked with us. And at times even felt separated from the Father, did He not? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Then he took the one life he had and he gave it away for our sins. And he said many times, 
He didn't have anything. The God of the universe did this for you. Gladly. Because He loved you. And what you and I are called to do to be His disciples today is do the same thing He's done for us. Gladly. Because He loves us. You got it? You get it? Good. May each of you know His love today and forever. Amen.